guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Today on the show, we have Owl Venice founder, Lindsay Aaron and Andre Balorki. This team has partnered to grow One Whole Life, Owl, into a successful and nourishing bone broth company. After years of experimenting with organic, vegetable-rich regimens that strictly limited meat and processed foods, Lindsay found herself still struggling with constant allergy symptoms, digestive issues, and acne. Inspired by her research and peers, Lindsay began a diet geared to treat gaps, gut and psychology syndrome, which largely incorporated bone broth. Lindsay began making her own bone broth at home that was void of common allergens and instead highlighted a vast array of herbs, refining the recipe to one that tastes more like a tea than a traditional stock, which would become Owl's signature flagship product. Owl currently offers chicken, turkey, beef, and a vegan mineral broth elixirs that are sold throughout LA County and available for shipping through their website. Today we discuss the importance of nourishing the gut, the benefits of bone broth, and creating a company based on integrity. Also, you may hear some other sounds today on the show. Don't be alarmed. They are Lindsay and Andre's two adorable four-legged family members, Karma and Kismet, the rescue dogs. We hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. Also, we wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. We are so grateful to Lindsay and Andre for joining us and to you for listening. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks Thanks for for having us. So we have um, Lindsay and Andre from Owl Venice. One whole life. Yes, and we are are huge fans of your bone broth, which is probably what most people know you for. Um, But can you give us a little bit of background? I think, Lindsay, it started as your sort of baby, right, from Mm -hmm. some of your own experiences with your own health. So Mm -hmm. can you give us a little background on your health journey and how how you came to be interested in bone broth? Yeah. Um, I got into health probably about eight to ten years ago when my mom um, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I just kind of had one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, if my mom's sick, I'm screwed because mm-hmm. my mom was always very healthy. She was a dietitian. Um, and at that point in my life, I was subsisting off of like Diet Coke and Cheez-Its. Okay. And it was the first time where I kind of like had this reality check where maybe like long term that wasn't going to have the best um, effect on my health. Um, so I, that's when I started really getting into researching food and nutrition and health. And um, I started experimenting with different diets, veganism, like, um, vegan, vegetarian, um, was mostly what I was experimenting with when I was in Chicago. I also tried a few juice cleanses and things like that. And then when I moved to LA, um, 
there was a lot more options to explore. Um, the health world is always changing as well. So now things like paleo and keto. And, um, but really, um, for me, about three years ago, I um, was going through a breakup and I was having a lot of digestive issues. Um, and I just reached a point where I was like, okay, I need to do something about this. I'm just going to make a commitment where I, I'm not going to put anything in my body that doesn't make me feel good anymore. Um, and so I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped eating gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar. Um, I was researching all about gut health and the microbiome. So I was looking... Um, exploring a lot of like GAPS diet, low FODMAP, Ayurveda, um, Chinese medicine. I was looking like, that's when I started getting into superfoods. I had like an app on my phone with all the different superfoods and I was focusing on like eating mostly superfoods. And, um, and then I came, um, across bone broth. I was, I was reading a lot of health blogs and that kind of thing. I kept seeing bone broth popping up in my research about Ayurveda um, and so I was like, okay, um, I'm going to give this a try because my diet was so limited. It seemed like something, um, that I could actually have, but then, um, I ran into the issue where I couldn't find any broth that didn't have garlic or onions in it. Mm. Um, and I was avoiding that because of the gaps, like low FODMAP stuff I was doing at the time. So I started making my own with ginger and turmeric mm. and... I was looking at other recipes like, okay, people put carrots and onions and celery, like why stop there? <laughs> so I started like going to the markets and just experimenting with all kinds of things like artichokes, daikon, like mm. herbs and um, through a lot of trial and error kind of landed on like the recipe that we still use today for Owl's products. Mm. Um, that's like a wide range of herbs and then um, some vegetables and roots that are really um, powerful um, for digestion. So fennel, um, ginger, turmeric, carrots, celery, Swiss chard. Um, and then all of the herbs, they vary slightly from flavor to flavor. But yeah, that's, that's a very long-winded <laughs> version. Wow. No, of how I found broth, but I never <laughs> intended to start a bone broth company. It just kind of like found me and mm. yeah. Did it go from, you know, you're experimenting with your own health. When was the moment that you decided it was more than that? Did you start giving it to other people to taste or? Um, well, so I had like gone through periods of time before where I was like okay I'm only going to eat healthy foods which was kind of the same like train I was on at that time where I was like okay I'm not putting anything in my body that doesn't make me feel good I cut out a lot of things it was the first time that like while supplementing with the broth I actually found it very easy to cut out other things I wasn't craving sugar I wasn't craving alcohol mm -hmm. I was like coming home and I always had broth on the stove and I was just having broth like in between meals at night like any time that I wanted food and didn't know what to eat mm. aside from like my meals you mm -hmm. know like I was having broth in place mm. of pretty much any of the other crap that mm. I would have had um and so um after a couple weeks I noticed a big difference in my joints 
in, in my skin. Like it, when I would go to yoga class, I was like feeling really lubricated. My skin kind of would feel like I had put lotion on, mm-hmm. even though I hadn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was like a month or so in that I started noticing like more of the inner effects like my digestion was clearing up my skin was clearing up Um, and then by two months in I had lost 20 pounds my skin was completely clear all my like um, allergy symptoms like I had very like I was always like coughing or stuffy and all my allergy symptoms went away my sinuses cleared up Uh, my digestion was regular I felt more energized and so um, my friends were like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, like, I think the like most apparent thing was probably the weight loss from the outside, but really it was like a complete like inner makeover as well. Wow. Um, and so I was like, I'm making bone broth and drinking bone broth. I'm not drinking alcohol. And mm-hmm. so my friends like started asking me to make them some bone broth or bring them some bone broth so I started doing that and then one morning I was with some of my friends who I brought bone broth and was like you know what I want to be like the milkman but with broth (laughs) I love it and I literally 30 minutes later my like best girlfriend and mentor um called me up and she was like my friend just went to see his um doctor and they recommended that he has bone broth to heal his gut he'll pay you if you make him some mm. and I was like okay sure <laughs> so he wanted beef broth I had only been making chicken up till that point so I like go to Whole Foods try to find beef bones can't find beef bones go to like three different farmers markets finally find these beef bones make him a pot and I had like five jars left over and um so I put up a post on Facebook like hey I have five extra jars of bone broth if anybody wants some hit me up and within a week I got a hundred people like Mm. who wanted wow a quart of bone broth (laughs) and we literally haven't stopped making bone broth since (laughs) but then all um, of a sudden you have a business (laughs) yeah it was like literally overnight I was like okay well (laughs) I guess I started a business and I had a friend of mine, like, living on my couch at the time. We're, like, going over, like, what are the numbers? Like, have him help me to figure out the cost of everything. And, like, can I actually, like, make money doing this? And we figured it out. We're, like, yes, like, I can make money doing this. So I ran to Surfa's and got, like, two big pots, made everybody broth that ordered it. had, like, people meeting me in the Whole Foods parking lot <laughs> on the side of the street, like, Handing broth out of my car, out of my like, out of my like <laughs> shitty apartment. Like, I was making them out of uh, stainless steel pots, oh, like wow. on an electric pots on, a, on an electric, electric stove. stove. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That mm-hmm. is so crazy. Um, and so, Andre, what about you? How did you get involved in One Whole Life? What is your kind of background in health and wellness? Yeah. So, uh, my background, I've been interested in health and fitness and wellness since, I guess I was like 15, mm-hmm. and I, that was a sort of a seminal moment for me where I decided that I wanted to step, you know, I was in high school, and I wanted to get more sports, and I sort of took control at an early age of saying, I'm going to be healthy, mm-hmm. I want to start building myself up. And then that sort of progressed into my early 20s. I was eating well. I was doing a lot of research. I was definitely a health enthusiast. 
Um, and then I, I'm from Orange County, so I moved up to L.A. I pursued some acting and also became really immersed in yoga um, and also sort of Western weight training as well as what, you know, what we're used to growing up. So um, nowadays I uh, work with Lindsay um, in, with OWL and I sort of represent the fitness component. She's the nutrition element, so we offer services and of course we do the products, the cleanses and the broth. Um, so Lindsay and I met for the first time. I was running a yoga studio in Santa Monica and it was a brand new space and we had just opened it and my birthday was around the same time. So I was like, oh, perfect, double down, let's throw my birthday here. Introduce people to the space. Uh, one of our now mutual friends came and said, this is great, you have to meet Lindsay. Lindsay's got her hands in a few different things right now. I think she would love to use the space because I wanted to use it for more than just yoga classes. I wanted it to be a sort of a community space where you could have keynote speakers and maybe even little pop-up events to sell things and whatnot. So Lindsay fit that bill. So about a week later, um, we met up at the studio and we just had a very brief hi, how you doing, meet and greet sesh um, and discussed possible ways to collaborate. Lindsay was, she had just started One Whole Life or OWL and it was just skincare at the time. So she hadn't even gone into the bone broth when we first met. Mm -hmm. Two years later, I had, we had not really been in contact at all. I had been following her a little bit slash light stalking <laughs> at best. Um, but just checking in, saying, you know, when posts would come up, um, I'd be interested. I've always, I was intrigued by Lindsay. And, and so flash forward two years later, I noticed a post where she took a photo of this rickety looking commercial stove. Rickety. rickety. It was a used stove. <laughs> it was like this piece of metal that was... It was a Stove. It was a wolf stove. I had no <laughs> idea, I just, you know, but um, it was sort of a commemorative photo of one year ago she had purchased the stove. I think that was something like that. And it was like, I can't believe, flash forward one year later, I've purchased this stove and I'm on this journey. So a week after I saw that photo, I was on the 405 with plenty of time to listen to podcasts. And I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is the, the Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. Mm -hmm. He had on um, Dr. Kelly Ann Petrucci, who is an expert in gut health, especially, you know, she focuses on bone broth and bone broth diet. She's got a book out. So I was listening to the, bone, the, the podcast on the amazing benefits of bone broth. And I linked in my brain to that photo that I had seen a week later of Lindsay doing the bone broth and I immediately texted her. Mm. No reservations and it was, I messaged her because we were at the message stage on mm. Messenger. We weren't, no, no phone numbers I guess, but um, I just was like, I, we have to meet up. I would love to know more about what you're doing with the bone broth. I just listened to this podcast. By the way, it's been a while. How you been? Let's catch up. <laughs> So we met up, she stood me up for like five solid hours, like our meeting was at two, we basically had dinner at like seven, and um, 
just oh, hit it off. Well, it was it was like at least four. I was like, I'm so surprised and impressed that you were still there. Yeah. Well, it, I was trying to nicely cancel on it. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm not going to be there for hints. three more hours. He's like, okay, no problem. Like, what? I was like, that's all right. I brought books. I'm on my laptop. <laughs> oh I'm just like gosh. that guy. Yeah, showed up. He's like set up. Tea. Yeah. Like. So she comes in. To, we were at Plant Food and Wine. We had a little, a little luncheon or I guess it was a Kismet dinner meeting came. now. Kismet was, was like running around. running around. Yeah, if you guys hear a little bit of this chomping, we have some other four-legged guests today, Kismet and Karma. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, um, she was an interesting... Point in the journey, it was a lot for her to do, and she was also hiring out for the heavy lifting, and wasn't sure if she which direction to take it, if she was going to double down or take some time away from it. We were in a really critical point at that time where we didn't have the resources we needed to get a full time kitchen space, and we had a very hard time finding. Um, a good fit for us because of the long cook time with the broth we basically weren't able to rent out shared kitchen space or they would have charged us for the whole time the broth was on the stove which would have made it impossible for us to turn a profit at that time we just weren't doing enough volume and to get um, our own space would have been too costly as well just given what we were doing at, at the time so it was kind of like uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place. What do we do? We got really creative. Um, well, this was after a few months, I think. We had met in, we reconnected in December, um, almost two years ago. And for the few, first few months, it was sort of, you were interspersing batches of broth. I would do a batch here and there, mm-hmm. just enough to like keep this keep the product on the shelves, like mm-hmm. just enough so Air One wouldn't kick us out. Um, <laughs> and we were fortunate enough to be one of the only um, broth companies on the shelves at the time, so they were very patient with us, and um, you know we'd be sold out for two months at a mm-hmm. time, for, like on and off throughout that entire year because um, we moved in and out of about four or five different kitchens Um, and every time in the move you know we were would be held up on production and but I think it was a there was a, a a pretty distinct moment for me where we both looked at each other and said we have to commit to this and find a, a strategy to make this work and I think that was a couple three months four months in yeah well when I met him I was like yeah I'm basically gonna just take a short amount of time off I'm gonna go into Bali and like some other places explore intentional communities I don't know I'm what like, I was gonna what? do <laughs> I was like I can't carry around these like eight five gallon containers of water <laughs> anymore by myself until I figure out a more sustainable way. But as soon as he was like, let's do this together, then, you know. A whole different. Everything shifted. Yeah. Wow. So. That's so amazing. Yeah. Um, for anybody who is listening who's new to bone broth, could you guys share a little bit about the benefits, why it's so good, why you have such a transformative experience when you drink it? consistently for sure. or even once <laughs> yeah i mean well your own it's story. pretty much good for anything is what we're realizing um if you're sick um 
it's great. If you're healthy, it's great because it prevents um, illness like flu, cold season. It's great for boosting your immunity. It's also like packed full of vitamins and minerals that are great for your like overall skin, hair, and nail health. Mm-hmm. Gut um, health for sure. Amazing for your joints. Probably best known for um, the benefits for gut health because it mimics the lining of the gut wall. Mm-hmm. So it actually helps to repair any damage that's been done to the gut through eating too much sugar, processed food, stress. So pretty much all of us, I think, fall into that category mm-hmm. where we have at least some um, rebuilding um, and healing to do um, in the gut. For sure. I mean, when we're at the farmer's markets on the weekends, we have people come up to us that say, my doctor's recommended bone broth. I'm going through chemo. Mm. I'm post-chemo. I'm postpartum. I need something with lots of iron to restore myself. So they're going for the minerals, the nutrients, the electrolytes. People, you know, this is the thing about the broth. Broth, yes, does involve bones, but again, the vegan mineral broth and the herbs and the mushrooms and all... It's pretty much the most most bioavailable way Mm. to get nutrients directly into the body. Because if you have a compromised digestive system, you're not going to be able to break down the food and receive all the nutrients Mm. from it until you restore the integrity of the gut. So it's basically like just as good as getting like an IV of nutrients Mm -hmm. hooked up to you because it'll, it's very bioavailable to the body. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's really interesting. I was just uh, listening to, do you guys know Dr. Mark Hyman? Mm -hmm. Um, One of his podcasts and he had Marco Conora on who, and Marco is, the executive chef and owner of Hearth, a restaurant in New York City, mm. but he also owns Brodo, which are oh, yes. the bone broth windows in New York City. Yes. Mm-hmm. And talking similarly about its bioavailability and the ability for people to absorb it, um, but also, you know, going into sort of just like that every culture from all parts of the world historically have some sort of broth as like nature's medicine in their history, right? And and so I thought that was really interesting where it's not like, you know, we can say that like there's this new trend towards bone broth, but in fact, in almost in many ways, it seems like restoring the ideas of like it's a resurgence. Yeah. It's a resurgence. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, it's a resurgence and it's a return to the way it's meant to be done. Because right. when I grew up, there was no bone broth. Mm-hmm. It was chicken stock. It yeah. was beef stock and it came in a box. Yeah, or a can. Or a can mm-hmm. and it was loaded or in a bullion cube and guess yeah. what it had in it? Lots of MSG. Yeah. It was chicken flavored water. There, you know, it, yes, it may or... It's a way it, it of fully honoring like, the process too. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like just... I imagine our ancestors, after they, you know, sacrificed an animal and ate, like, the meat, the bones are left, and what better way to honor them than to use that, too? Um, And honoring tradition and ritual, that's, like, a huge part of bone broth. And um, for us, we feel like even more so than all the vitamins and minerals and collagen, whatever is in the broth, One of the reasons it's so beneficial is because it actually gives us a moment to sit 
and hmm. rest and be intentional and create a ritual and a sacred space and it doesn't matter how healthy you're eating what you're eating all these superfoods if you're stressed out yeah. you're probably not absorbing any of the nutrients from any of that you're just you can't you, your digestive system shuts down um, right. instinctually when you're stressed out so um the the ritual around drinking the broth and slowing down and de-stressing I think is a huge reason why it's so beneficial and why we are able to absorb the nutrients mm. when we consume in this intentional way. Mm. Right. It's amazing. Um, I love your bone broth. Um, Thank you. I was mentioning, but um, yeah, it's it's incredible because it it makes me feel healthier. I used to get sick all the time, um, and now, when I feel cold or I feel like a tickle in my throat or something and I drink your bone broth, I swear within 24 hours, I feel so much better. I it's, love that. It's unbelievable. Um, so I think it's pretty, it's pretty incredible, I think, truly, like, the healing powers of your broth. And you have um, some of the best-tasting bone broth on the market. Thank Just you. Yeah, Thank honestly, you. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the taste. Are, yeah, are either of you guys like chefs by trade? Like, how did you get the most delicious flavor? Because I've mm -hmm. heard from people, they're, they don't, even myself, you know, I was hesitant to try your beef bone broth, which is amazing, like your other bone broths, but because I've had such, it, it's not always the tastiest yes. thing. You might have yeah. to hold your nose or right. you know it's good for your health, but. Um, one whole life owl broth, it tastes really good, the, all of the variations. So, yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> well, I do have a background as a private chef. However, okay. like, I feel like I accidentally landed upon this recipe because I was just fascinated by the power of herbs and I was like passionate about um, working with them and incorporating them into the broth recipes. Um, just to add flavor rather than using garlic and onions mm -hmm. and I actually did not like the idea of bone broth when I was reading about it and getting into it I'm not the biggest meat eater definitely not really into um red meat so or the part of part of the yeah. the gaminess it was just a huge turn off some other um broths that I tried so my own like aversion to bone broth I guess is part of what inspired mm -hmm. me to use all of these other ingredients that help to not mask the taste of the broth but uh enhance it I guess mm -hmm. um and it actually is a very like sophisticated well-rounded taste and mm -hmm. because of the range of herbs that it we is, add in yeah. so it tastes more like a tea so it's really designed um to sip uh, as is out of mm -hmm. the jar you don't really need to add anything to it like mm -hmm. other broths um and there are other broths that are more gelatinous than ours and thicker um and those definitely have their place um ours is really designed to be an everyday sipping broth mm -hmm. to like maintain and manage your health so mm -hmm. we recommend you know one to two jars a week for mm -hmm. optimal health rather than something that's more of a quick fix or here and there um kind of broth but you know there's all different broths out there on the market and they all have their place um we yeah. we try other broths besides ours all the time um 
for sure. We're usually drinking at least like we always two to, to three, <laughs> two to three different broths well, a week. I would say. And we we also make you know we'll still if we if we get a chicken we will throw uh, the bones in an instant pot and mm-hmm. continue. I mean it's. Yeah, we make our own broth here on the top idea. of having our product that's just like a plain. Mm-hmm. Then we'll put it over the dog's food and mm-hmm. everything too. So. Mm-hmm. The, the instant pots are great for people that, you know, maybe can't afford um, our product but still want to um, have the benefits of bone broth. Yeah. Yeah. Because how, how do you make it? You add the bones mm-hmm. with water yeah. or and then you water just bring it all to a bowl. apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. And the apple cider vinegar helps to mineralize the bones and draw out nutrients. And mm-hmm. then we simmer it for over 24 hours. And... Um, and in the last three hours is when we um, start layering in all of the other elements. Because um, otherwise, if, if they cook too long, um, like the plants, they'll become bitter. Mm. So, yeah, um, yeah that's our Yeah, process. it's cool. I really, that's why we call it an elixir. Mm. You know, it's, it's an infusion of the herbs, um, the vegetables, um, and the bones themselves. And it makes for something that I don't think we've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. That there's nothing quite like it. Um, and I love what you say. I mean, I'll see people at the farmers market. They'll try the vegan, and they will begin the conversation with a stuffy nose. And after having two ounces of just holding it up to their nose and the steam rising, they enjoy it. And they have another sample. They there's a shift. There mm-hmm. is a you can see the shift. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's. I'm witness to it, and I'm totally humbled by it. It's really the power Mm -hmm. of, again, I think it's, there is a lot to be said about these herbs. Mm. Rosemary, sage, thyme, lemon thyme, parsley, sorrel, lavender, Mm -hmm. you know, all of which we've researched, and the benefits of these. I mean, talk about cleansing, detoxifying, antiseptic, antifungal, antibacterial. Mm. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's, and it's the most, the easiest form to ingest, liquid. Mm. You know, it's it's really cool. It's beautiful. Yeah. What's so you guys have distribution in in many markets and and groceries around Southern California, and I know that you offer it online now, right? Mm-hmm. You people can order it. Is that across the country? Um, yeah, we're able to ship within the contiguous United States right now. Um, right now, we're self distributed in um, the LA area, and then we have a couple accounts outside of LA, like one in Ohio and one in Long Beach. Um, and we're transitioning into working with a distributor to help us cover more of South Bay and Orange County, all the way down to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, we'll be um, expanding down south and potentially north as well like up to san francisco and those areas so um we're excited about that um it's it's a labor of love (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean it's literally everything that you can imagine with small business um we're no exception and it's i think the last few weeks in particular have been uh incredible in terms of just we've Brought on massive growth. Massive growth. We brought on um, a wonderful girl, Sarah, who's just killing it with you know customer service and reaching out to PR marketing, mm-hmm. social media, social media. Um, 
We're and really starting to like build out an ambassador program and like work with influencers on Instagram, which has been um, amazing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really been about the cleanse program. The, mm-hmm. the cleanse is something that Lindsay should definitely talk about. These these milkshakes that she does, coupled with the broth, it's it's pretty unique. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I think I first saw the cleanse. I mean, I, I've known about your bone broth, but I think I first saw the cleanse probably in social media. I know mm-hmm. Robin Euclid was doing it. You've been you've been sort of a fan of Robin. Yeah, I like her. She's cool. Yeah. Conversation um, about the gut is yeah. great. So she's wonderful, and she's been very supportive. We've been very lucky that the girls. Um, mostly females that we've worked mm-hmm. with on Instagram with the exception of like Jay Ferrugia I think um, have been very supportive and sharing the love with our product um, but the cleanse program um, I after the first couple months of drinking the broth um, I was feeling a lot better and I really just wanted to kind of like completely detox I was fascinated by the idea of um, a juice cleanse being all liquid and that um, you're not focusing so much energy on digestion and able to heal but I didn't like the um, that juice cleanses are typically very depriving as well as like filled with sugar so mm-hmm. I wanted to find a more grounding alternative um, that was um, going to give you all the nutrients that you'd need so you wouldn't feel deprived while also like giving your system a break with the all liquid. Mm-hmm. So um, I did some research and this is also when I was doing the low FODMAP and GAPS. So um, the ingredients that I included were all like low FODMAP GAPS friendly. Um, and uh so it consists of three different shakes and three different broths. So um, a morning shake with like plantain, spirulina, matcha, cinnamon, bentonite clay. Um, for every shake, I wanted to have like an herb, mm-hmm. um, a Chinese or Ayurvedic herb that would be great for digestion or detox, as well as um, a fruit or vegetable that would have like fi- enough fiber and... Um, enough healthy fats that's why I chose to go with hemp um, as the base for the shakes so it was very like well thought out and research based in terms of what I was including in each one the morning one has the bentonite clay which is um, great for like pulling heavy metals from the body Um, the golden ginger has slippery elm which is like a powdered tree bark which is great for regulating digestion Um, that has kabocha squash as well, cinnamon, um, ginger, cardamom, turmeric, um, and then the evening drink with beets, ginger, and turmeric also has triphala powder, which is an Ayurvedic herb that's very powerful for mm. digestion as well. Um, it's used in Indian cooking a lot. Um, so that's basically the premise of the cleanse. I designed it for myself initially and did it for 10 days. I felt amazing afterwards. It like completely restored my body. It was like an amazing reset. I, um, and so I just decided to offer it online um, after I tested it out myself. Um, and honestly, uh, like I would say, ninety nine percent of everyone who's ever tried it has had an amazing transformative mm. experience. Um, there's been like two to three people who have had 
adverse reactions to it, which um, we believe is because of some kind of allergy to either the hemp or another ingredient that was in it. So mm. obviously there's no um, one size fits all for this kind of thing. So right. the cleanse is not going to be good for every single person. But we are able to customize the ingredients and the majority of people um, really have really powerfully mm. positive experiences going through it. Is it looks delicious? It does. Is <laughs> it, so is it a ten day cleanse or is it, it? No, it's we have a four, six, and an eight day program. Okay. The longest anyone's ever done is two eight days back to back, sixteen days. Um, the longest I've done it personally is ten days. Um, the majority of people do four days, and um, for people that are dealing with digestive issues or something more specific, they tend to lean towards doing more of a six or an eight day program. Mm. My whole premise of it was like I read that it takes six days to completely rebuild the lining of the gut. Mm. So if you're working on um, healing a digestive issue, I recommend the minimum six day program. Mm. But you know, if you're generally healthy and just looking for an overall reset, the four days is going to be totally sufficient. Yeah. Would this be too something like? Because I know you know the holidays are coming up and all the fun that comes with it. So people, I think, live a more, like, quote, toxic life during this time of year, right? Like, more drinking, mm -hmm. more... More indulgence. More sugar. indulgence. Yeah. yeah. More celebration. Of, oh, more, fun. Of, oh, yeah. So, more fun. Yeah, more fun. Is this something someone could do, like, right after Thanksgiving or right after yeah. Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's Day, like, and feel okay? Or would they feel like that detox? Mm. Or would it be... It totally depends on the person. Um, and what? I would say... The two things that will affect the detox symptom the most mm -hmm. are um, if you drink a lot of coffee or eat a lot of sugar. Mm -hmm. um, those are... You'll go through bigger those, withdrawals. You'll yeah. go through more withdrawals <laughs> than somebody who just like, you know, has the occasional right. glass of wine and eats a pretty healthy diet. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If I may, you're getting with this, like, there's a lot of protein. There's over 50 grams of protein per day. Mm -hmm. So the broths, the hemp-based milkshakes, loaded with protein. So you are able to synthesize muscle and continue mm -hmm. to, you know, allow your body to grow. So the cleanse also offers over 1,200 calories per day and over 50 grams of protein per day as well. So I think it's probably one of the better cleanses. If mm -hmm. you're coming off of overindulging, you're going to yeah. feel... Uh, you know, we talked about a, a deeper crash, a bigger crash. So if you're getting that much supplementation through a cleanse, then, um, and you can also supplement I think the most like frequent reaction is, oh my gosh, I wasn't even hungry or mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I was able to like go to work and I even worked out or went for a hike and, mm -hmm. um, people realize how much they're emotionally attached to food through this process mm -hmm. because yeah. it's not actually that they're hungry mm -hmm. because they're getting all yeah. the nutrients they need. It's more that they would like to chew yeah, yeah. yeah. and eat. Especially, <laughs> I think it's more difficult for those who snack or graze because the way when I did this cleanse, I'm one of those types of yeah. individuals. I will keep going. Um, but having the shakes to sip on and the mm -hmm. broths to sip on throughout the day provided that oral fixation that kind of kept me mm -hmm. satiated on a mental and emotional yeah. level. Um, but I was able to work out and, you know, I think people will notice they 
they want to feel hungry, but yeah. in actuality, that may not be the case. It just might be more emotional. Yeah. Well, I even think like, I'm definitely an emotional eater and food is so emotional for me. So I, I feel like too, like, even if you have those emotional pangs, what a great four or six days to deal with it and mm-hmm. be like, what emotion? Cause that's what I found so yeah. much is it's like, what emotion, what emotion am I trying to cover yeah. up with chewing? Mm-hmm. Am I tired? Exactly. Right. Do I need a hug? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. And so I yeah. think taking that It's time, usually a hug. That's <laughs> a lot of times. Pro tip. <laughs> so I think too, it's like sometimes taking that reset to do it such a nourishing, like food based, you're not starving your body mm-hmm. on this cleanse. And then dealing with those emotions that come up if they come up. Yeah. I think that's why people, when they do the cleanse, have long-lasting effects as Mm. opposed to a juice cleanse where you're coming off of four days of starving yourself. And then people tend to swing the other direction and then kind of like defeat the purpose of having the discipline um, by just going off the deep end as soon as they finish. so Because you're hungry when you do Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this is like, you know, people tend to keep the weight off that they lose, and um, they typically feel re-energized and re-inspired to get in the kitchen and start preparing meals and Mm -hmm. sit down. It's also just like the free space to not think about what you're going to be eating. Um, that allows just for more clarity for other aspects Absolutely. of your it's almost like an emotional cleanse happens i remember when i first started doing the cleanse because after i launched the cleanse program i would pretty much do it alongside anyone who signed up for the mm-hmm. first six months to the point where i can no longer drink the green drink <laughs> but um I just remember I, w- I would start going through my closet and throwing stuff away and like cleaning up my apartment and just all of this energy to cleanse other areas of my life came up for me through doing it. It's like the cleaner that my body got through this process, the more um, I looked to cleanse like uh, outside aspects of my life. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And and so with the shipping of that, do you need to refrigerate everything? How does it work for anybody who wants to ship? So when we ship, we... When we're tasting the broth. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It is hot, so just blow on it. Take your time. I'm so excited. This is home instructions too. So when we ship, the broth comes as is. They're pressure canned, so... Um, they're good in the pantry up till six months, so you need to like oh, pop the great. top with a can opener or wine key or something. Um, so that we send as is, and then the shakes we send the powders in the glass mason jars, mm. um, and people prep it at home. So it requires two plantains, uh, one squash, and one large or two small beets, which should cost around ten dollars on mm. average. Um, but the shipping's included for people that go that route um so it's it's pretty easy to do at home we've had i would say over a hundred people um try it from Mm -hmm. home prepping it themselves and no one with much issue aside from not blending it long enough we've had a couple people like ask us about that but but that's amazing that it can stay in the pantry too, because you can take it like you could just take it from the fridge or the pantry and then take it on the plane if it's unopened, right? right? And yeah. just travel with it. That's so Ooh, exciting. That'd be a good holiday gift. Totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. For 
anyone listening. We, to like, like, yes. for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> we like really to pair it with a nice ceramic mug as like, oh, a cute that's a holiday. Oh, really good thing. idea. Ooh, I may have just gotten mm. some <laughs> ideas. Mm. Maybe a candle for like a little gift basket to like set up a very cozy evening. Oh, that's really that's so great. Chicken. Yeah. This yeah. is actually this is oh, the beef actually. This is the oh, beef. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't there beef? Mm-hmm. This the is the beef, beef yeah. So good. It's really subtle. It's, like, it's scary. Beef bone broth is, is scary. It, it especially if you've had. She. <laughs> I, like, since I didn't eat it for many, many years. Yeah. Now, now like, she just loves I don't it. eat too much of it, and I try to be good on the quality that I consume, yes. right? And the quantity. For sure. Both. Very conscious of both. But do I love it? Yes. There's something <laughs> in it that my body told me works for me yes for me i go in waves like Mm -hmm. i have one week where i'm all about chicken the next week i'm like want nothing to do with chicken Mm -hmm. the next week i'm on to beef but Mm. yeah i'm more consistent i um yeah do you you guys have your personal favorite yeah well maybe too can you share for everyone listening what your product like what bone broths you guys carry and then what of those are your favorite ones yes we have a chicken a beef and a turkey bone broth elixir and a vegan mineral broth elixir um the vegan mineral broth we use mushrooms moringa and sea vegetables to mimic a lot of the same uh properties as the bone broth and my personal favorite is the chicken and then um I go back and forth, like, I'll have a week where I'm all about the turkey. Um, I mean, I like them all, but I tend to gravitate mostly towards the chicken. I love the beef and the turkey. It's really a toss-up. I just, I don't know, there's, uh, it's almost indescribable. It just feels so nourishing and wholesome. I feel like you just curl up with this little cup of broth and be totally fine like we, we have weeks right. where we're like over it too we're, yeah. we're like going down the street and buying bone broth from the like vietnamese place and yeah. trying out their bone broth like just to mix it up and do mm-hmm. something different i think just like anything else mm-hmm. well it, yeah. it tastes like a warm hug like i'm like sipping this right now and it's just like it's just so like you feel like we talked about in the beginning like you feel the nourishment it's like magic it does like give you this feeling of being nurtured and being hugged Mm -hmm. and we call it a warm warm hug in every mug (laughs) mug. Um, i wanted to say the quality is super important to us Mm -hmm. i mean we are dealing with bones and i think you know a lot of the people bone broth as you said has been there since essentially the dawn of mankind Mm -hmm. And yet it still kind of grosses people out because that shows how far we've removed ourselves from where we're sourcing and and how we're eating. And so we source from Buy Ranch Direct. Um, They're at the farmer's markets pretty much all over Southern California. And they uh, are located in central Northern California, Greenville, California. Mm -hmm. Everything is grass-fed, grass-finished, no hormones, no pesticides. Pasture-raised. I think there's a lot of misinformation out there about um, organic and what that means. Mm. Um, Just to give you an example, we um, were looking into other sourcing options as we were growing and um, considering looking for a certified organic option. Um, BioRanch Direct is the best quality we've been able to find. However, they um, 
slaughter in a non-organic facility. Mm -hmm. So they're not certified USDA organic. Um, And they have such a strong direct-to-consumer business that they don't need to go through with the certifications. So um, we looked into another option that was certified organic about half the price. And upon further research discovered that um their farm was actually located like in palm desert Mm -hmm. and all of their animals like even though they said they were grass-fed and organic like they were living um in conditions without grass Mm -hmm. or a lot of water so um Mm -hmm. that was like one of the most important decisions i think we've made up until this point um with growing our business um we knew if we went with the other company, our sales would probably go up, most definitely go up if we Mm -hmm. had the USDA certified organic label Mm -hmm. and our cost would go down. So it seemed like a no-brainer. But, you know, for us, like, we're not about making money if we don't feel good about how we're making it. Um, And we really believe that money is energy and we didn't um, go through with that decision. So... Um, you know, we were like, we're just going to have to work harder to educate people on, um, what organic really is Mm -hmm. and what to look for because, um, at the end of the day, these are all like government regulated, Mm -hmm. um, organizations and there's only so much they can do to find out what, um, companies are actually doing and where they're actually sourcing. And there's loopholes and ways to get around it to be certified organic, even if you're not. And, so really researching the company and feeling good about um, the company and knowing that right. their like um, principles are in line with your code yeah. of ethics is just the only way to really ensure that you're getting. Absolutely, and one of those is sustainability. I mean, you know, we have a lot of people that say, you know, there's a lot of talk about the just oversourcing and and you know the the methane or the the the, mm-hmm. the effects that we can have from dealing with, you know, raising animals, and we have been sold out, we just recently brought back our turkey broth, mm. we were out of it for almost a month, simply because they were out of turkeys, mm. and there's something unnerving about that as a business owner, but also very comforting to know that if they're out, where we are right now is we're okay standing on our principles of, you know, if they're not oversourcing, they're not, I don't know, they're not damaging Mm. the environment, they're not living outside of their, they're not pushing the envelope in a a negative way. Um, If we can't grow our business sustainably, then we're not going to grow our business is basically like That's why we have the jars. Everything's in glass, you know, repurposable. I love, love when people come back or from the farmer's market with just bags of jars and they refuse to throw them away. You know, it's, yeah. it's awesome how we can repurpose them and it's just, there's less of a carbon footprint. So it's something that we sleep easier at night about. Yeah. So. It's so true too. Cause even, um, that's so interesting. Cause I, you know, I, the Turkey was the only one I was purchasing cause it felt like an easy entrance to like mm-hmm. bone broth for right. me when I first started drinking your product. However, long ago and you guys were out right they, it was out yeah. but because I trusted the quality of your product and I loved the turkey so much 
that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to go be adventurous and try it. I had done the mineral and I really liked it. Um, but then I was like, I want some more protein. So, um, I'm going to try the beef and I loved it. Mm -hmm. So I think it is really a testament to your company that, yeah, if you're out of the turkey, there's other, you know, there's right. other options mm -hmm. and it's, it's fun to be adventurous and try. <laughs> and I love, you know, the idea of your integrity within the business being kind of a number one priority is really admirable. It yeah. takes a lot of work today, I think, to do your own research into things, mm -hmm. right? And there's so much, like, nutrition is just one of the things that has, like, such saturated amounts of information right. mm -hmm. that are being published on all different, like, media sources. And it's hard for people not only to sort of source the information they're getting to decide what's right and what's not right or what's fact and what's sort of, you know, funded research or whatever, but it's also hard for people to like just put the time in, in, in the sense of like doing their own research for their own life and what's important. Mm -hmm. And if you, if someone can align with knowing that a certain brand that they love does that for them in that area, yeah. mm -hmm. there's a, a trust that's established. Yeah, totally. I function that way where it's like, yeah. I know that, and I trust that this brand is doing the work for what their expertise is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then I can feel comfortable about like, voting with my money. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and at the end of the day, you gotta go with your gut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what, am, what am I vibing with? There's a reason for it. Um, yeah. I think energetically, we're drawn to um, what we need. Yeah. And, um, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, the mm -hmm. same thing. Like with your health journeys, I'm mm -hmm. sure you find, like, through your research, you find the perfect thing at the Absolutely. perfect time, or right. you read the right book at the right time, and it just helps guide you and move you along the path, and um, I think with this whole health journey that we like to reference, um, it, it's an individual path, and it's it's a lifelong mm -hmm. path. Yeah. It's not, it's going, it's not yeah. going to be, oh, I, I'm healthy now. And I don't need to worry about anything. Right. It's like we're always healing. Um, we're always working on ourselves. We're going to go through ups and downs. And um, even if you're doing all the right things, you might hit a roadblock. Something else happens in your life emotionally that's going to throw off like mm -hmm. your routine yeah, and yeah. throw off your physical um, health. But, you know, it's just being forgiving with yourself, being patient with yourself and continuing continuing to incorporate things into your everyday life um mm. in your rituals that are going to just keep you grounded mm. and like aligned with your path yeah. and your purpose yeah i love the name of your podcast actually it does take courage to embark on a path like this mm. it takes fortitude and i think and, and the consistency of it those can be daunting factors to consider if you're but usually there's a point where it becomes too painful to continue down the same way. Mm -hmm. And what we aim to do is hopefully catch you before things are too bad. But mm -hmm. if, if they are, then we can still help in yeah. some capacity with the broth and the cleanses. But it is a consistent daily practice and falling in love with yourself in a whole new way, falling in love with your choices, and trusting that these new choices that you're making and these actions 
will lead to a more fruitful life. And it takes patience. It take, that's where the courage comes in. You have to trust. I do think that, that, yeah, like something that popped into my head when I first started going down this path, it was like, oh, how am I going to like give up alcohol and gluten right. and like all my friends drink and what am I going to do when I go out and like... Well, you I just find have someone. to trust that the more you commit to yourself, yeah. or I found that the more I trusted in committing to myself and not being bothered by uh, outside influences, the more I found and attracted more people mm-hmm. and things yeah. in my life that were exactly in alignment with yeah. where I was. I stopped drinking. All of a sudden, I have five new friends that are sober. Yeah. You know, it's just like you end up attracting what you're putting out there and what you're giving yourself. So, yeah. And it's true, and we found this too this year in, in this sort of journey, like that when you do have the courage to to align yourself with what works for you or what works for you next, right, um, and to trust that that's something, because it does take a lot of courage to yeah. trust what you don't know or trust. And to show up every day in it. Right, and, and strive. Yeah. Um, and, and for us, part of like the courageous aspect is also talking about it. You know, destigmatizing the conversation about that it is a journey for all people and it's not, no one has like it all figured out, but it's like, do you want to do the work to try to figure it out for yourself and and constantly work on that? But, um, you're right. It starts like you, you can't even imagine some of the benefits that are going to come into your life if you start trying to live from that place. Like we couldn't imagine even starting this. Mm-hmm. where we would be and what, what opportunities have come to us because of it. Well, I think you have to lean into the discomfort, oh, yeah. which is really hard because yeah. this whole year has been so transitional and mm-hmm. you have to release what isn't serving you to yes. make room for what's going to serve you. But it's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's learning. Like, I think we all well have. Said. Yeah. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. So do We're you falling have... forward really hard. <laughs> yes, really, yes, really. That's, that's the way it happens. But do you have any... Falling and you... flying feel very <laughs> similar. Because yeah. what would you say... Because for me, I found, like, I have... I, I chant in the morning and in the mm. evening. I, journaling really helps me process my emotions. Um, some sort of movement. I just got into yoga. Like, all of these yes. are... I have found are really important parts of my self-care that allow me to have conviction in the leaning in. Um, what are some important aspects of your own self-care practices? Um, well, definitely the ritual of bone broth is mm-hmm. very um, integral in our day-to-day. I will say over the summer months, we tend to slip out of that habit as everyone else does. We can see by our sales reports. But mm-hmm. um, uh, we, we do our lemon water in the morning, um, I've started shutting down my phone from 8 p.m. till 8 a.m., so mm. I can only operate during 8 to 8 hours. Um, you know, I sometimes ignore my limit, but at least having it set on there, like, keeps me off my phone a lot more than if I didn't have it set. Um, we try to go to the sauna, relax, mm. and restore at least once a week, um, taking baths when we can um, at home to just unwind and relax and um, one of the reasons why I'm so excited to start on the skincare and launch that is because I think also just taking care of your skin, washing your face Mm -hmm. and putting oil on your body and um, 
brushing your teeth and flossing your teeth and these little like Simple moments acts. that we take for granted mm-hmm. um savoring those moments and really honoring them and giving the time to ourselves to feel good and clean and um safe like um mm-hmm. i think are all really important and then for me walks and yoga yeah just moving is so important because we're talking about energy and you know living in a big city and carving out a path is as you guys know Mm -hmm. it's work it's attention to detail you're always on and you know that you could be doing more there's always this lingering feeling of like Mm. someone else out there is doing more and so could you and that sort of almost motivating and at times antagonizing thought can wear on you so how do you get grounded? How do you reset every day? For me, it's through movement and breath. And again, having these rituals of liquids, especially mm-hmm. in the morning, staying light. But I'm huge into breath work. So mm-hmm. as I have a background in kundalini yoga, mm-hmm. and I've transitioned, I've, I've taken some of those techniques of breath and movement and combined them into my personal regimen along with my clients. Mm-hmm. So... I think that part of a ritual is you have to feel open, loose, and oxygenated Mm -hmm. in your body. And then you're receptive even more on a different level to, you know, then you have the nutrition aspect. Mm -hmm. So simple stuff. Is there anything that during this journey or any... Anything that you've read, any person who's really inspired you, any books you'd recommend for anyone listening that really touched your heart and soul? Mm. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean, most recently we've I've been reading more about um, business than I have been about nutrition. I feel like I did a lot of that research before we started the company, and now that we're deep into building the brand, I'm doing a lot more um, reading and research around building a brand and a business, and some things I've read recently are... Um, Jen Sincero's You Are a Badass and You Are a Money-Making Badass, as well as Gary Vee's Crush It and Crushing Mm -hmm. It. Um, I had about like a two-week period where I read about eight different books on building wealth and Mm -hmm. um, like The Science of Getting Rich, The Richest Man in Babylon, um, and those four. What else? No. (laughs) I mean... There's like three other ones. Um, but um, Think and Grow Rich and Think and Grow Rich Principles by Ray Dalio Principles by Ray Dalio I'm not quite finished with that but that's been a great great one um, Principles is a great book mm-hmm. um, in terms of how to view yourself as like a system within mm-hmm. an operating system a mm-hmm. machine within a machine so mm-hmm. to speak so it's very very another cool one I would say is Anthony Williams has been very inspiring um, in terms of like uh, I the medical medium mm-hmm. book I first read mm-hmm. and life-changing foods going into the healing powers of different ingredients and foods which we um, were inspired by him when we wrote our ebook which mm-hmm. goes over um, all of the different ingredients that we use in the broths as well as the milkshakes and talking about the healing powers of each of them and um, 
and Kelly and Petrucci, I think, is a good one. We do a lot of yeah. podcasts, so the Model Health mm-hmm. Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how I built this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a this comment. That's a comment. Answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of our goals is to be on there. Yeah, yeah. check check. Put it out there. Check check. Yeah. It's gonna happen. But you know, yeah, I, I will say, like for me, I've always, uh, and it's grown in recent years to be just like mindset and the mental, the way you approach, the way you see things, your perspective is everything. Mm-hmm. So anything that I mean. Mindset by Carol Dweck. Woman Code is a great one. I do a lot of um, the eating around your cycle um, as far as women. Mm. I think that's a great resource. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. That's a good yeah. list you guys have. Um, so for anybody who wants to get to know your products or get to know you guys as a brand, and they don't already know, where can they find you on the internet? They can find us at owlvenice.com. They can also, if they're in L.A., come find us at the Hollywood or the Larchmont Farmer's Market. Meet us in the flesh. We'll talk to you as long as you'd like. Flesh and bone. We have a lot of fun at the markets. Andre's usually at the markets, um, and we're building out our team right now. So we'll have um, Eric at the Hollywood Markets starting this Sunday, and Sarah will be at the Larchmont Markets, and then we'll be in and out of both. Um, We're most active on Instagram, um, Al Venice. Yeah, you can always shoot us a DM on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We'll respond. We usually post where we're demoing throughout the week. Um, as long as we're not sold out, we're usually demoing at any or all of the Air One locations, as well as Rainbow Acres. Um, do promos and giveaways. And mm-hmm. Yeah, all the, all we the do a lot things. of fun stuff. We're I don't know when this is going to launch, but. We'll be doing some Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals that will be our best deals of the year. So if you want to do a cleanse, this will be the time to sign up. Well, perfect. So everyone get on those Black Friday deals. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys. Such a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.